Welcome back to another episode of Living Free with RP. I am your host, the 2 Act Maniac, and today we have Bethany Cody, a.k.a. Grinspoon Girl. She's actually a very big supporter of the RP show, and I just had to have her on the podcast. I'm super honored to have her all the way from Australia. Here you have Bethany's journey. All right. Uh, welcome to the podcast and thank you for taking the time out to be on it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. Awesome. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, although I already know who you are, <laughs> introduce yourself to uh, the listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, your family and stuff. My name is is uh, Bethany Cody. I'm 25. I live in Adelaide, South Australia. And back in 2018, I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa. Um, Since then, I've been working on my creative writing career and um, doing a lot of work um, in the disability advocacy space. Awesome. And uh, so even though you're still so you're uh, still fresh in the diagnosis, uh, how did you feel at that point four years ago? Uh, it was a massive shock uh, in the beginning, and I don't think I fully understood what it meant. Um, yeah, I felt a bit numb in the beginning. Didn't really know how to how to take it all in. Yeah. And what made you like? Um, what were like the signs that you uh, needed? Like something was up, what what was uh, making you feel like I have to go to get my eyes checked? So I guess the first sort of symptom I noticed was night blindness, like having trouble seeing in the cinema Mm -hmm. or like um, outside at night. Um, And that just sort of got worse and worse as the years went on. I was maybe around... 13 or 15 when I really started to notice it um and then yeah during a routine check with my optometrist so you know just dealing with um like glasses and and that kind of routine right Mm -hmm. he uh he said oh your retinas are a bit thin and I was like oh okay (laughs) and he sort of explained it away a bit in that he's seen other people with thin retinas and it wasn't really a problem but then I brought up the night blindness and he was like oh uh so he yeah he he did like a scan and then he was like I think I should refer you to a specialist Hmm. and this is where it all began yes yep so uh so now four years later, how do you feel about it now? I definitely feel more knowledgeable. Um, I would say it's been somewhat easier to accept because in the beginning, I didn't know it would be a gradual loss of vision. I really thought, you know, I would wake up one day and not see anything at all. Oh, I gotcha. Um, yeah, so no, that changes everything. I guess 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, then I think also uh, just a lot more support going on than like when, you know, when I got diagnosed and uh, when my mom got diagnosed and stuff like that. So, you know, you got Facebook and all the social media and obviously, you know, you know, you know, the RP show and all that kind of stuff. And um, just, there's a lot of things like the blind life. There's, there's, there's so many things on YouTube and um, there's a lot of information out there. So it's not like before, you know, when you got diagnosed and you're just like, Oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, I like, and even the, like, I never, it would never, it was never even a thought to me to even like back when I got, got diagnosed to even dive in and, you know, try to f- find things like that, support groups and things like that. It was just like, I'm 14. Just <laughs> let's, you know, let's just continue being, you know, me. Cause you know, my mom had it. So it was like, it just wasn't something I really felt the need to keep checking on. But I think that changes things. I know for people who are, um, solo in the journey so to speak a lot yeah I, I, I always say that every time like i have this podcast it's always it's always interesting when you see you got the one the people that always have like family members that have it they're just so more relaxed about you know about it like the diagnosis it's not like a you know a shock to the system or you know um usually though but the people that have like you know they're the lucky ones it's always kind of like what you're saying like how you thought like oh my god i'm gonna be a blind zoom or you know all these other you know fears you know what what do i do and is there things i can you know do to slow it down and like you know there's just all those thoughts but it's just so interesting now i mean granted i think i have had a couple people on here who got the diagnosis and were a little more maybe relaxed about it you know but for the most part it's always a lot of depression and you know fear and anxiety and all that wonderful stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i uh i'm trying to talk more about too on here too because right? i know i've had quite a few guests on uh quite recently uh behind the scenes you now i'm still doing a lot of recording and um yeah we're talking a lot about uh mental health i mean how do you feel about that like do you think yeah, like that's something that should be covered more Oh, absolutely. Mental health is a huge part of, you know, finding out that you're losing your vision. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's so vital to, to if you can reach out and, and have a great support system and, and feel like you're safe um, in being able to talk about it as well. Awesome. Yeah, it's true. So where exactly is your vision currently? So at my last checkup, my last appointment with my amazing specialist, um, <laughs> he said I have somewhere between 15 and 10 degrees of vision. So the, the peripheral is, is really starting to close in. Yeah. It's like, wee. At least <laughs> you know your numbers, man. Like, cause like, I don't know mine. Uh, I know a lot of people, we don't know our, our you know, we don't know our numbers. I, I forgot to ask even like last time I was uh, uh April I just went and I'm like I, I really meant to ask him but I was like I left and I'm like oh oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> I'll just continue describing as normal <laughs> this is what I'm prior, seeing. 
yeah, prior to to my latest appointment, I've I've been scared to ask him. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you really want to know? Sometimes ignorance is bliss, you know. Sometimes it's good just to be like, you know what? That and I feel like sometimes this is the reason why I went like probably twenty years, you know, without going to a doctor, because I don't. I, what are you gonna tell me? And then if you tell me, then I'm gonna get all paranoid. And then so yeah, that allowed that allowed me to live a pretty much relatively normal life up until you know I had to leave my job and stuff like that in my mid thirties. So for 20 years, I was just like doing my thing. I was just the blind at night guy. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's cool for some people, I guess, if they feel comfortable going like, you know, going, doing their yearly checkup. But I always feel like, what are they going to tell you? We're going to just, oh, you're, you've lost a little more or, oh, it's still stable, you know, and they're not going to be like, hey, there's a cure. Here you go. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> you know, that's not like what's going to happen. And, you know, I, 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 if anything, I think most of us know our own eyeballs better than the doctors. Like you know better what you actually see. Like they, they, they are just going by, you know, pictures and and all that stuff. But they, they're not experiencing, you know, what you know what we're experiencing. Yeah. So True. I think you know you you know. So if you're comfortable, like with like where you are. Then it's like, why do we, you know, yeah, exactly. Why, you know, you, you don't really need to go unless you're just like, well, you know, it's been like a few years or whatever. And I'd like to know, like, maybe, you know, how my progress, you know, what's the progression? Like, that's the reason why I actually went this year. Cause I was like, I haven't gone in a few years and I want to see the difference between 2015 me and 2022 me and this way I can maybe have like a, you know, maybe a rough timeline, but then at the same time, I'm like, maybe I don't want to know that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> cause then you've, you know, you're going to just think about it. And I think it's going to hinder you like from doing things sometimes, or you feel more rushed. Like, I, you know, than we already feel I, like, I know a lot of people with RP, you feel kind of anxious because, you know, you know, those days are, are limited and, you know, the, you know, and you, it's like, everything has to be done right now. Do you feel that way? Oh, every day, every day. And especially since my last appointment, he said something like, uh, you know, based on the progression since I've seen you uh, first time in 2018 and, and based on what you're telling me in your teenage years, he expects that I will, quote, run into a lot of trouble in my 40s. <laughs> and and that was so confronting to hear. And I was like, well, well, crap. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you know, well, how much time have I got? <laughs> I got well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I love your uh what is it, Larry? Your your energy, your uh, your your vibe. I could tell you just you're handling it well, you know, positively <laughs> smiling, just laughing about it. It's like that's what's up. Like that's what you gotta. Uh, I'm, every time I always say, you know, you're, you become one of two people. If, uh, you know, if you become bitter, you know, you, you're just a bitter, blind, you know, person, or you become the, you know, funny, you know, joke about it, you know, blind person. You can only go two ways. Well, I feel like if, if you, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, geez, I can go back. I mean, I was already 
you know, I would bust my own chap. I'd bust my friend's chops, like growing, you know, as I was dealing with it, like someone would trip or something. I'd be like, that's my job. Don't take my job. <laughs> you cited people got, you know, you got your own thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think if you have to, you have to do that. Like I actually felt it was cool that my friends would call me like the blind at night guy, you know, like that was, that was fine with me because it made me feel like I was like just part of a group, you know, like that's usually, your, yeah. you know, your guy, your guy friends would, you know, you know, you know, be wise guys to each other. And that's, that was, that was normal. Yeah. So you, it made you feel like I'm not the disabled guy or I'm not the, I don't stand out. It's just, I'm just, you know, they would do this to anybody. So, so do a, like, and you mentioned before about having like, you're talking about support system and things like that. Do you have like a, like a group of friends? Do you have like some people that you can rely on or? So I guess my biggest support um, is my family. So my fiance, my parents, um, a few other family members. And then the other biggest support I have is the um, visually impaired community online. Um, yeah, there are so many people out there with similar experiences and that I learn from on the daily. And yeah, they've been nothing but the most supportive people. Oh, yeah. Does it make it feel more comforting? Absolutely, yeah. Now you mentioned a fiance, and uh, so when did the like? How long have you been with this this gentleman? So funnily enough, um, I think it was only a few months after I got my RP diagnosis, I tried Tinder, online dating for the first time, uh, just out of my own sheer curiosity and yeah we met and we connected and we've been together ever since so I think four years so when did you come out as RP <laughs> did, when did he find out <laughs> um I didn't state it or I didn't I didn't add anything to my like tinder bio to say you know oh recently diagnosed or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm visually impaired or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry um, if you're good looking or not because I might not be able to see you uh, it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I yeah I think at that point I was still processing it and I thought well if if I don't even know what it is and what it means for me how am I supposed to tell anyone else yeah. right right um and I, I forget how it came out in conversation, but I think I might have had like a, a six monthly appointment come up and I mentioned it to him. And um, yeah, he's he's been incredibly supportive. And uh, yeah, I'm really lucky for that. No, it's awesome. Like I said, because that's a big um, what is it, matzo ball, they call it, whatever. That's a big like uh, you putting it out there saying, hey, um, so you want to be with me for the rest of your life. I should just let you know that you probably would be doing a lot more than the regular person, you know, you know, like I said, I mean, I've seen my stepdad having to take care of my mom, you know, and he's had to do all the stuff, you know, the driving this and that, you know, and it's, you know, he takes care of the household and, and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, you know he, and being the sole driver too, you know, that's going to be, you know, that's it. That's a big one. So you got to, and it's, it's easy to say, yeah, I could do that when like it's in the beginning, you know, like while you're still relatively functional, things good, you know? So um, I'm always like wondering how that, you know, how this, cause even, you know, like I said, my wife is experiencing that now the worst, 
thinks yet for me the more i'm like uh yeah can you do that instead of me <laughs> you know I, or you know i'm always telling her like i have to teach you things now because there's some things that i do that you're you need to start doing because we can't just wait you know to just you know that moment where i'm like hey i can't do this so um yeah so i think it's a it's a big thing it's easy to say in the beginning that but i was always wondering like I don't get, you know, every time I get somebody on who's engaged and things like that, I always like want to dive into that kind of thing. Cause I'm sure dating and, you know, dating in general has to be tough, you know, just in general, if you're dating, even especially in your third, like later on in life, uh, I can only imagine what it's like now with, with uh, Tinder and, you know, all the other stuff. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't experience all that it was, it was, you know, way, way after my time. Uh, but my, I, I hear about my friend though. My friend is always telling me about it because he got divorced. So he's back on the thing. And he, I know all about the little, you know, those Bumble and Tinders and, and all these other groups. Yep, yep. <laughs> so I get the lowdown or I know one of my friends back in the day was, you know, eHarmony and, and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm, up, up, I'm up on that. But yeah, I'm always wondering, when do you tell people, you know, yeah, I have this. I think, I mean, like my wife, I told her, like once I knew what it was going to be like, like once I'm pretty sure, like, which I knew pretty soon when I met my wife that, you know, it was going that direction. And, you know, so I feel like saying like 90 days or less, you know, you're, you're probably going to be saying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like when you know, it's actually like, there's no point in telling somebody the whole spiel. If you know, you've only been on like, two dates yes yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's not gonna go anywhere and maybe this is just gonna be a fling or whatever you know that's what i'm just wondering like it's like i always say 90 days is good because it's kind of like what did i compare it to compared to like shopping for something and you get like 90 days before you can return it so, oh, okay so yeah. if you get to like if you get to 90 <laughs> days in your relationship you know like all right like, no, this is good. Like, we're, we're, we're good, you know. But if you, you know. No, no returns. Yeah, yeah, no no returns. Yeah, no, we're, we're good. <laughs> this, this one's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> so what does, I'm going to say Grinspoon Girl, guys. And we know no one's going to know, like, what I'm, what I'm talking about. Um, oh, side note for anybody listening. Um, I do know Bethany. Uh, she's a fan of the RP show. And. It's probably a reason why I'm, I could chat with her a little more differently than I would chat with most guests because I'm actually familiar of who she is. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't I know some of her interests, but not I don't really actually I'm I don't know all of them obviously. So what 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 do you like to do? What are, what are the things you're into besides Green Spoon, which is a band I learned? um that's a tough one grinspoon takes up so much of my time no um <laughs> so I, <laughs> that's just me in a nutshell yeah i've been creative writing ever since i was a little kid it's something that i, I just love to do that sort of has come naturally over the years so um yeah a lot of my time spent writing short stories bit of poetry here and there um I've been doing a lot more life writing recently sort of based on my experiences with with RP um I tinker with the piano a little bit every mm -hmm. now and then when I remember that it's there 
Um, any plans? Any plans? Yeah, on I'm really like publishing your stuff. Uh, the piano or writing? No, the like the writing stuff. Any plans? <laughs> like, are you gonna like you know? Would you ever see yourself like writing a book or something? Or I I try. I've I've tried, and I'll keep trying until it it happens one day. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I hear you can write. It's relatively really easily to publish a book. I had somebody on. I don't know if you heard that episode, but um, it was my first episode for this se- uh, the previous for season three, and she was telling me like you could publish a book without like through Amazon, you can self do it like on your own without like a publishing company. Okay, so yeah. So it's I guess it's relatively, you know, it's 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 doable. Just if you're like I guess she she said she created said basically said like if you were somebody that, that just wanted to say hey I'm a published author, that's the pretty much the easiest way to do it. Like you know, yeah. But if you're looking to make money, I guess it's a little different. I think you'd, you'd want to go through a publishing place and all that stuff. But if you just want to get a book out there and just say hey I did it. I guess you can go right through Amazon and do it. Yeah, there there are a lot of options. Um, luckily, nowadays, as opposed to waiting to to get a contract from a, a big publishing house. Yeah. Go on, go on tour. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had like a few things published here and there, not like through I guess traditional big publishing houses, but like in a few literary magazines and um most of them online and I think a couple um like small independent publishers in in like actual physical book form and yeah that that's been really really cool awesome and how does RP affect you uh doing this stuff what do you have to do are there things you have to kind of modify to you know make it work so luckily for me my central vision is still pretty good. Um, I'm nearsighted, so I do wear yeah. glasses. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, even if my laptop is just a couple of centimeters away from me, I have to wear glasses now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I can still read books. I can still write. Um, I'm very lucky with that. But uh, recently I've sort of been using alternative contrast Okay. Yeah. Cut down on like, yeah. Um, yeah. Glare and whatnot. Yep. Now, did you ever drive? Did you get any well, opportunity? Uh, funnily enough, again, I was only on my learner's license for a couple months before I was diagnosed. Ah, but like, and did they tell you not to? Yes. He, he told me once he found out that I'd been driving, he was like, okay, you should probably think about stopping. <laughs> So he didn't tell you no. He just he he merely suggested it. He, he heavily advised, not. yes. Yeah, yeah. He might not want to do that. Oh, okay. I thought maybe at least maybe you, you would have done some daytime driving, maybe and just no night, you know. No, you know, I know some people just they won't drive at night, you know, and the you know, when it gets that to that point. So. Okay. So you, you got like brief experience with with uh with driving yes yeah I, I got a little little taste of it i said you got a little taste all right all right okay that's good so uh i was asked this one but it's been a while i haven't 
asked this question a lot, but I, I, I need to get back to asking it. But, and it's, um, do you often get any kind of questions about your vision? Like, like ridiculous questions? Like, do you ever talk to, like, I don't know, anybody, like maybe strangers or anybody, like questions that just bother you? Um, I guess I'm also kind of lucky in, in that not a lot of strangers have approached me and sort of thought they could ask questions, but mm -hmm. a couple of my family members will ask, oh, you know, are, are you driving? And I have to sort of go through that whole spiel of, no, yep. I, I shouldn't be driving because, you know, RP and safety and, and all that. Um, I have come across a few, like, not questions, but statements or stereotypes online of people saying like, oh, you know, blind people um, have the sixth sense and, and all, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Those are the things. <laughs> that doesn't help with driving. <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard the car coming. It's okay. I can, I can sense there's a car <laughs> behind. I can sense there's a car in front of me. Um, so the dreaded wet floor sign. Who wins in a fight? You or them? Oh, I think me every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, by that, do you mean you, by winning, you mean you just like knock them over and that's, and, and that makes you win or? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that's them defeated. Yeah. Okay. That's the way I look <laughs> at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might look at it. Some people look at it maybe the other way, like, you know, you're bumping into them. It's like, you know, they're, they're winning, but yeah, I just go, I don't know. I'm winning. Cause I'm not, cause I'm knocking them over. <laughs> yeah. Unless you it's have a, a surprise attack. Oh no. Yeah. You, you don't <laughs> never know. You, you never know. I mean, I mean, geez, I see them all the time when I'm at the, um, the YMCA where I work for a teaching spin. And like, I think I'm ready for them. And even though I'm like, I know where they put them usually, but somehow sometimes, you know, they, I get a sneak attack. Even if I use my cane, sometimes like I'm not swiping fast enough and some, yeah, you know, just, or it doesn't, I'm not in that right area. And it's, yeah, there it is. That even though, even if you were in the, you have the cane, you're still going to like knock it over, you know, like, yes. so yeah and that's and that's the worst part so that loud crash as it hits the ground yeah <laughs> everyone uh stops and stops and turns and and looks yeah oh yeah yeah look at this person so speaking of oh well speaking of you know canes uh are you using one uh so recently i got myself an id cane okay. um just because at the moment where I really struggle is obviously at nighttime. Um, but I'm really lucky that I'm never on my own at night. I usually have my partner. So he can like tell me when a curb is coming up or, you know, changes in terrain. But I did have uh, an, an encounter with, with a lovely older woman. Um, <laughs> we were going to see our favorite football team play at a stadium in the city. And... We were walking towards the entrance and obviously this woman came up in my blind spot and I was just continuing to walk because I thought clear path Ooh. this is great and uh, we collided and she made a, a snide remark and I thought okay like 
one, she's already gone off. I can't, you know, apologize and say, look, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. I'm going blind. And I thought, well, not everyone is receptive to that either. Yeah, they so wouldn't I thought, care me. Yeah. Um, maybe an, an ID cane is the way to go to sort of make myself more visible to people and, and make them Yeah, just giving aware. them a thing like, oh, she's got a problem. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I remember I did that too. And uh, and half the time, sometimes, like, even if I'm having a good vision day, I'll still bring it out, you know, because one, just for practice, two, yeah, just so it says to somebody, uh, it's, a, it's a beacon. I mean, unless you really want to start wearing a shirt every day that says, you know, I'm visually impaired, hi, you know, whatever. <laughs> or a hat, I don't know. <laughs> or, or maybe or maybe visually impaired earrings i don't i don't know maybe they're you know like uh yeah so people go, oh she's wearing the visually impaired earrings okay she got she has an issue <laughs> <laughs> see if it was more something like that i guess i probably would, wouldn't mind if it was like accessorizing like that but for most but i i, I always say i shouldn't like we look so normal as we walk around so and it's yeah, it is tough to tell like you know it's tough to really convey our condition to people without the cane or you know wearing something that says uh visually impaired or whatever um it's so true and if you want to i mean like even if you're like oh i'm gonna go leave the house and just go for a walk even if like your vision you feel your vision is good enough where you're walking say to navigate without a cane there's a chance someone puts something in the road or wherever you're, you're walking at. It's only the, it might be the only time that's ever happened, you know, that, that something happens to be there. And of course you'll find it. And then that's the moment someone's like, Oh, what the heck's wrong with this person? Like, what are you drunk? Like, you know, and that's the thought. Like every time you go out, you're like, yeah, I could walk by myself and I could do this, but what if that's the one time that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you, you, you find you can't really trust you know your it's tough to trust your eyesight i found that i think when i was around you're you're where you are about in your vision probably i remember getting to a point where even when i was driving because I, I was still at the time i was driving and i would be like you know you couldn't fully trust like you had to really scan a lot because you knew you know, obviously, you know, like you have this condition, but you knew you had to fully be like on your game, you know, because you can't, even though you look straight and I see nothing there, like you describing uh, going up that path, you know, hey, it looks, you know, I don't see a woman, you know, so we're good. And, and then obviously, boom, you know, so that's always happened to me all the time. I remember towards the end of my driving it would be like, I have to leave my apartment. I take a left. And then there's like an intersection right there. Like as soon as I leave the apartment and I would look left, no cars, look right, no cars. I would do it again, look left, no cars, look right, no cars. All right, go to, you know, go to drive straight across, just go straight across the street. Oh, there's a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what are the, what, what happened? You know? So the more that those moments happen, you're just like, you can't, you can't even trust your own self even if even if you think your vision's good your brain is just like filling in so many things and it just totally messes with you it is and it's incredible how much our brain actually does fill in like when my specialist told me you know i have between 15 and 10 degrees of vision left i was like 
It didn't feel wow, that way, right? I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. That's 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 kind of like you know. I remember like how if I I've, I look back now. Do you ever look back in certain like situations and think about oh wait a minute that probably was my vision. Like, do you ever like try to think maybe further back than when, you know, or first it? maybe there's more things and you're like, at the time you just shook it off as, oh, I'm just clumsy or just, oh, I must've just, just missed that. Do you do that? Yeah, all the time, you know, like even as a younger kid, I remember we were out on a school excursion and I walked um, headfirst into a stop sign and, you know, and I've fallen down the stairs and yeah. Yeah, and you just saw at the time, and it's funny because you just think at the time, like I'm just, oh, I, I must have missed that that stare, or whatever. I yeah, I'm just a to, clumsy like, kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. I mean, and of course, probably you're, you know, since there's nothing in your family, I mean, it's not like your 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 family was gonna be like, oh, what, the, you know, oh, she must have something, you know, wrong. We better, you know, you know, go get her checked out. And just yeah, you know, they would have had no idea. Nope. They probably just said, oh, there, yeah, there's. <laughs> here's our clumsy daughter <laughs> don't mind her <laughs> oh bethany's walked into a pole again <laughs> oh that's her <laughs> yeah, here comes here comes bethany falling down the stairs uh what is this the fourth time this week and like uh, okay like yeah no yep but funny things i remember my mom actually said that to me she said you know, you're going to find, like, you're going to look back on moments and you're going to think about it. She's like, because she used to do the same thing where, at the you know, at the time she thought nothing of it, but she looked back, like when she was driving, for instance, that maybe something happened and she was just like, oh, you know, I must have just not seen that person or whatever, you know, you, you just, you know, maybe they're in my blind spot somewhere in the car or whatever. And she's right. Like the more and more I thought about it, I was like, oh yeah, maybe I had, I had this happen where I was leaving work and all of a sudden it was like someone was in front of my car, you know? And it was like, and, and the funny thing is I know I have RP. If I've known, I mean, geez, that they, even at that moment I've had RP for like 15 years or so or whatever, you know? So it wasn't like I shouldn't have been like not thinking about it, but I think, yeah, probably my brain was filling in so many things that I really felt like you said, I felt like I had a lot more vision than I did. And it was about, it's like routine, like RP is all about routine. So if you're doing the same thing every day, like going to work, walking the same paths, uh, you know, knowing where the curbs and things are, if you just, your brain automatically picks all that up, like, and you do that without even thinking, like, you know, going to work, these, these certain, you know, where your desk is, you know, where this part is, you know, where, like, when you walk around your house, you know, where all the thing is. So until really that routine gets disturbed, you really won't know how bad your vision is. Because I always, I always say, if you put it, you have to put yourself, people go, oh, Mike, you look good, you know, like at home, like you can't tell, like, yeah, put me in any, put me in a place where I've never been. Like, just put me in some random restaurant, you know, or whatever. And you'll be like, and you'll see exactly how, how bad it is. <laughs> I just make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you just said, I mean, are, you, are your friends like that? Do they really like, think you're like, you know? you're like you're just making it look good like you're faking it or is it like not like jokingly like you're faking um, it. like you know like, oh, you know yeah. you must be <laughs> faking it because like, i think uh yeah they they don't realize until you know maybe we're out in public in an unfamiliar place and i'm like 
oh, this lighting is really dim. Can I like hold on to you and and you walk in front of me and I'll just I'll just follow. <laughs> yeah, or like it was like I know I mean I'll, do your friends ever walk into somewhere and they just keep walking and you just stop because you're like I can't see and they're like hey guys hey yep because <laughs> he just yep automatically all the time. <laughs> i think we just we i think like i said i think i mean most people rp handle it really well like in terms of adjusting so our like as i say um making it look good you know like i'm, I'm a sighted person i'm just like you <laughs> i'm not but i am just like you and i think my friends have known me for so the ones that know me a decent amount of time i think they just yeah they've they just automatically assume i'm okay with them until i'm like uh guys my vision isn't what it was like five years ago or whatever yeah so i'm gonna need you can't just keep walking or do this or can you wear brighter clothing than what you're wearing <laughs> <laughs> oh i threatened my friends with vests that like like i'll bring a vest with me like that like a bright like neon green vest that says like sighted guide or something sighted friend maybe and <laughs> and i'll just have them put it on if we're gonna go out like to a bar or, or whatever like, this way it's all good <laughs> that's too good so here's a good one if you can get your vision back what's the first thing that you were doing Mm. Um, I don't know. I might subvert the question maybe and say, I don't think I would choose to get it back. Really? This is very interesting. I, I have had that one person said they have done so many amazing things that, you know, they, yeah, they wouldn't change, they wouldn't, they wouldn't change anything. Of course you get the classic driving. That's always, you know, a classic. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I can, I could totally understand why, because I always say RP has, uh, done some amazing things. Sometimes it pushes you, you know, to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And, um, that's why you have to look at it as like a gift, you know, sometimes instead of looking at it as like, a lot of people go, oh man, like, this is terrible. Why do I have this? And it sucks. And don't get me wrong, yeah, I mean it sucks, but <laughs> but but it pushes you and makes you do things like faster. Like I was saying earlier, it makes you that you know, like you're like I gotta do things now, which you normally probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Absolutely, and I feel like it's in a strange but kind of beautiful way. It really has brought me out of my shell a bit. Um, I've learned so much about myself and other people and I feel like you know if I was to go back to where I was none of that yeah none of that would have happened so you're saying even if there was a trial or something you wouldn't like partake um I might if um they can deliver the not serum, like deliver the uh, treatment that is not through a syringe in the eyeball. Okay. That I think <laughs> it would also, like you can look at it also this way. You're helping somebody else. That's like very you true. during the trial, you're even if like maybe you're not concerned about, you know, getting it back, you're doing the trial so that, you know, if it works, it's going to work for somebody, you know, or even if it doesn't work, you're still, it's still helping, you know, 
you're helping that company, which is then helping, you know, other people with, you know, your, maybe your mutated, whatever gene has caused yours. Now you're helping. So I guess that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, like when I'm like going to the regular doctors and they're poking, they like, they always ask if, you know, if they can look at my eyes, even though I'm there for just glasses, I'm not there. To, they're not my specialists. And it, cause they don't get to see RP a lot. So it's like, they get all excited. So like, I look at it as like, I'm helping like this girl who is in college right now and she's doing her internship. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, go ahead, you know, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you get that when you go to like regular eye checkups? Does your, do like, do you ever have like, do they have like ever have like interns there that like they want to show your eyeballs too? Cause they, they don't get to see that kind of things. I think for the last like two or three years, I have always had a student nurse sit in on my appointments. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. See, it's like, I don't know. I just think it's, <laughs> I think it's funny. Just like, Oh, you have RP. We don't get that. Can you? Yeah. And it's like, there's one part of me. It's always, I don't want to, I'm not a piece of meat. I don't like being poked and proud. I'm not, I've already, I get this enough when I'm, if I have to go to an eye appointment, but then there, there's the nice part of me that the, the, I should be nice. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm giving them an opportunity that's going to help them. And because, you know, that woman or, you know, guy or whatever intern could end up be the one that cures RP. Yeah. And that was the moment, like when they saw me and got to see it, maybe that became their passion. And they were like, hey, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get this. I'm going to figure this out. And that's just how I look at it. <laughs> so it's all about, it's, like, it's, all about a... it's all about moments. Yeah, it's a good way to think about it. Yeah. So just in case you're ever like, you know, that comes up and you're like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, think about it like, you know, well, you're not doing it for you. Like you're, yeah, technically. I mean, yes, you're you're qualified for the trial, but they need they need someone to they need a guinea pig. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I should I, I think it's cool though. I like you have that. I don't get a lot of people with that answer. So that's cool. They just like, you would think you'd want it back, but here's an interesting thing. Uh, once again, I have not been, I can't wait to like these episodes come out because lately I've been just realized something. I've been asking this question for like, you know, since the podcast began, not realizing, think about this, you know, you wouldn't want, even if you wanted your vision back all oh, one shot, you wouldn't imagine what a scar it would leave. Imagine like, think about like, you're leaving behind that person, you know, like you go yeah. from being, you, you've been this RP person, uh, you know, it's been your driving force of, you know, your life for so long. And then all of a sudden you get your vision back and you, you're not going to just go and drive and do anything. No, it's got to take some time, like probably therapy because there's just going to be a party that's going to miss that, you know, that side of you, you know, and, and then now your brain is processing Oh my God, I got all like all of this now. I went from being like you used know, 10 to 15 degrees. Now I'm, I'm back. Your brain's like, <laughs> oh my God. So I think you just be emotional. Like at least for the first couple of days. Like you're gonna be just emotional because it's just gonna be so much to to process to take, you know. It so would be, even, be so it overwhelming. Yeah, it wouldn't be just like, oh, I got my vision back. Like I'm going to go run at night. I'm going to go drive a car. I'm going to go do this. Like, no, it really isn't like, and I didn't think about that for so long. It, that's the fast, the cool thing about this podcast. And I think in talking to everybody and cause you know, like it's, 
I tell people I'm on a journey too. Like, you know, you guys, you know, you're on here to share yours, but I'm, we're, I'm kind of here. We're, I'm part of the journey here. And as I learned, I'm like, man, like that would be, that would be really tough. Like, and someone that was on here, I had on here said, yeah, it would be, it would leave a scar. Like you would have like this, you know, you know, not a real scar, but it would leave like, you know, you just have a, you know, a, an internal scar just that because it'd be something you wouldn't forget. You know, you'd always remember, you know, I used to be, you know, this person and you'd have to just kind of, I think, slowly come to grips with that. Now you're this person, but now what do you want to do? Does your passions change? Do you continue like for you, like, would you continue, you know, uh, writing and doing those things? Cause, because you always, that regardless of RP, that's, that's your passion, right? I mean, you should, you would want to continue that, I would think. Yeah. So that's, man, it's, it's, it's wild to think about. Like, this is not that easy. You think it's so easy as, oh, what are you going to do when you get vision back? Oh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and I've been asking that question for so long. And I'm like, and I love all the answers I get. But it's just, I've never thought about that, the really, if that really happened, like, no, that's, that's why you'd want um, therapies because therapies, you slowly get your vision restored. So now it's like, you could adjust to that. Just like we're losing it slow, getting it restored slow would be an easier adjustment. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't think there'll ever be, I mean, I'm not ever, but. I don't, I don't foresee the cure being like that, like instantaneous, like you go in and just, you know, it'd be cool, but at the same time, like, yeah, it would just be, I would be just a lot to take on, you know, especially for those who, you know, like myself, who've been, you know, dealing with this for like close to 30 years. So to just go one moment, just to be like, I'm 13 again. Like I'm, I'm at that point where in my life where I didn't have RP or I didn't know I had RP. You know, like I'm, that's essentially what it is. You, you know, there was, except for you, there was a moment in your life where you did not know you had RP. So you're meant, you're, yes. you know, that's yeah. so that. So if you got cured, that's almost like you're going back to that moment, like where you're innocent again. Like it just, now we're starting from there now, you know, you got to take up play from there and now start over. <laughs> Woo, it would be crazy. uh yeah very crazy imagine that jeez oh man oh so i'm curious on this one in your dreams are you visually impaired are fully sighted that's a really good question because my dreams tend to be really wacky um and i guess like they're, they're so yeah. wacky awesome. that yeah i i don't know i i don't know so now you have to you have to you have to get back to me because I, I you have to think of one of your dreams and just you know we'll try to you know remember it i always tell people i describe it as um, if you've listened to some of my episodes it's a it's like a feeling sometimes it's not like you're in the dream and you're you're actually visually impaired or seeing the way you see it's more like you're doing something and you know that you're not supposed to be doing it. Like sometimes it can come across okay. that way, like driving a car, for instance. So imagine you having a dream and you're driving a car in the dream. And instead of just being like, oh, I'm driving a car in the dream, you're driving and you're just like, man, I really shouldn't be doing this. 
you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta pull over soon. Cause I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like, or, you know, okay, I'm going to do it right now. Cause you know, for now, but I, you know, it's just a feeling. So sometimes I get that, like, you know, I think I've only had maybe a, one dream where I think I was visually impaired. Like I, I can't remember if I had a cane though, but I think I know, like I was very aware I was visually impaired, but yeah, you have to definitely like get, keep a log. Okay. <laughs> Keep a, a, a dream journal Keep yeah. a dream journal keep a dream journal <laughs> yeah you know. but yeah because I, I mean i don't know about you but do you ever find like your dreams kind of your escape i always like it i always looked at it kind of as i in you know my 20s and 30s like as like in that my dream world i'm you know in the dream world we're, we're fully sighted i'm like good i'm you know i'm not i don't have rp in in my dream world do you feel that way? Do you like, ever um, feel like your dreams are a fun way to kind of just not have this that process? I guess at least. so. Yeah. Cause the, yeah, they're wild and unrestrained and they don't make sense. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're having lunch with a dinosaur or, or whatever, you know, just because that's, that's normal. <laughs> because, because I can. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the maybe the dinosaur maybe the dinosaur has rp yeah maybe that, we, that we would be funny know. that would be hilarious if you have a dream where like you're having lunch with like just some random person and they're the one with the cane and they're, they're the yeah and you're and you're the sighted person <laughs> yeah maybe you're like what's it like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's too good oh uh, well um do you like is there somewhere like like links or somewhere where people could find your stuff your the stuff that you write about like that you you want to share or let people know uh so my instagram um at grinspoon girl is where i share a very large portion of my life with rp um and then I think I've recently had a couple blog posts up on the Women with Disabilities Australia blog. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think you're like my third person from Australia. I think. Wow. I think, yeah. Like oh, first in the beginning. I I had one right off the bat, like within like maybe the first three or four episodes or so. Yeah, she was really cool. She was actually the one, I forgot her name, but I'm I'm like blanking her name, but she was the one that like it allowed me to describe my vision now like for the longest time i can never describe like to people or even myself i didn't really understand it in a way and then <clears throat> she described her vision as like a donut in front of her kind of like a blurry donut. and i'm like and there was just in that anything in that donut obviously you wouldn't see so yeah outside of the donut or in the center of the donut you see and i'm like uh, i that it is my vision because I have a small pocket of peripheral on the way back. So if I hold here, I'm good. But if, if I move my hands, as I move my hands, I lose them. Then all of a sudden, and then they, then they come back. And I'm like, oh, wow, that makes, that makes sense. It's a, it's a donut. It's like this little kind of, I always wanted to make that. I wanted to make that in graphic design. I want to make it on Photoshop and actually make that for people. I, I keep forgetting to do it, but I, I know how I can make it. Be, I, think, I think it'd be a great way to illustrate to people who are sighted um, the reason why we're jerks and we don't see your fist bumps and your <laughs> high fives and, and all this stuff. Like I, my, I wanted to make an illustration where it's like, oh, there a picture of me, maybe, 
and like take uh i know in photoshop i could take like a like the blurring tool and i can just blur the donut onto the image like i can just blur an, you know, an area and then i'm gonna put in those areas i want to put like high fives fist bumps that's like in those certain locations <laughs> like that just so people yeah. can, like and like this is reason like this is you know you know blindness is a spectrum and then put at the top blindness is a spectrum and be like see like maybe or maybe like side by side be like showing like me normal without doing anything to the picture like you're like oh see it looks i look like a normal person and then on the right showing it like what i'm actually you know what is actually happening just to give because sometimes i think people need visuals you know? yeah like side, absolutely I mean, that, that would anyway. be amazing to see because they don't write because everyone's like oh you know you know you don't look you know you obviously you know you don't look blind or you don't look like you're um or you know what do you see you know i, I mean I don't, I don't know how many times you get to see that but like what do you see what do you, what do you see and it's like yeah i don't really know how to, i've never known minus the donut thing i mean it, the easiest thing is what i just did with you i just i'll just tell people to see my hands and just i'll be like nope don't see him here and then be like, you know and then i go now i see him again you know <laughs> like i just have I'm like i just have part portions that are it, it's not there like it's not black like you know we you know people always think we see black now can you say you have tunnel vision i don't know if people have ever had people thought maybe you saw like it's all black and it's just a, a tunnel like no that's not that isn't that isn't what we see no so. not at all and it's like just like you said with like blind spots or that peripheral vision loss it's so hard to describe because it it's literally just like missing information that you just can't see. It doesn't have a specific color or texture necessarily. Yeah. It's basically, you know, I've seen it on um, the blind life on TikTok, and uh, Sam always has a video and he's described it and he does have RP as I think it's uh, star guards. And basically it's your brain takes here, you know, takes A and combines it with C, whatever information has received those colors and says, uh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's right there. Oh, I was wrong. And that's, the, that's, I always said, that's why we run into things. And that's why we uh, misjudge like, you know, openings and things like that. Because I think where you think a door frame ends, isn't really where you, it really is it's kind of shifted yes. over a bit because your brain took that portion and kind of just scooted it over some like <laughs> just and not a lot just enough like just enough so like to make it to you it 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 doesn't look different to, you know to us it doesn't look any different it says until you walk through that door frame and then you're like whack into your shoulder into it and you go <laughs> oh apparently i was apparently i was a little off there <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you ever um um what's your um what would you say is your worst rp moment and so something something you still can like maybe look back and laugh about what's about like what's like your besides like walking into that woman like what's like kind of classic stuff like a dude does you have the normal stuff happen to you what's like one of those memories um i forget exactly what year it happened if it was before or after my diagnosis but i was at my grandma's house up in Queensland and it's a two-story house so she has stairs obviously and um, I think I missed the last two or three stairs because I 
the light was on in the kitchen downstairs so there was a okay. bit of light and you know I, I thought I saw the last step but obviously <laughs> I didn't so yeah. I uh, I fell and landed on my big toe and lost the nail and yes oh. that that was lots of fun <laughs> the classic uh, I, I always like that almost every RP story must start that way I thought I saw this so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw that oh by the way I love that you say Queensland because um I'm actually a big fan of, I watched, I was splurging a lot on YouTube watching. Um, I like to watch the shark tank in Australia. I find Australian oh, shark okay, tank really, yeah. really awesome. So I've seen like all their, almost, I've probably seen almost all their episodes. So yeah, I'm like, that's how up on all that. I'm a little up on the Australian thing now. <laughs> I've heard of <laughs> Queensland and all like uh, these other areas that they, um, they, they talk about. So I was like, I was like yeah. oh, cool. I, I get to mention some of my, Australian knowledge they're very Australians are very friendly like that I, anybody listening right now if you if you don't like Shark Tank watch the Australian version of Shark Tank it's like way different than the American version of Shark Tank have you watched it I have to admit I I haven't not recently you should it's yeah I mean I mean you know, I mean, you have to watch a lot but I mean like it's like it's it's, it's I, I you know I sometimes just like get into like shows like that my wife thinks I'm weird sometimes because <laughs> I watch between watch I'll watch like America's Got Talent but then I watch Britain's Got Talent I love BGC more than I like you know America's Got Talent um so same thing I like for some reason I just the American stuff I didn't really care for but I love the um the Australian version of Shark Tank so I think there's just they're just nicer people. They should. I'm like, I'm like this is like this is how we should be here. <laughs> like everyone, yeah. Can we just be like these people? They're so like you know, even like, I mean, geez, even like the the meanest guy on that show, who like he's supposed to be the more meaner one. Like he's not. Like as compare, if you were comparing it to the American, like if you're like, and I'm like, no, that's not. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, he has his moments. Uh, I think his name's Steve. And I'm like, but he's not like, no, he's not like, you know, the guys on Shark Tank in America, way different. So I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. I just, I, I said Queensland. I was like, I had, I had to be like, I, I, know, I know Queensland now. I actually have, I know a little bit of Australia. <laughs> Sydney, you know, obviously, I mean, I already knew Sydney already, but like, yeah, but no, but uh, I think it's a couple areas. Have you heard too. of um, Cooper Petey? Cooper, no, he doesn't. Because that's what, there's a guy, the guy, the one that's supposed to be the mean guy in the show. Every episode, the joke about him is that he always asks everybody on the show where they're from, and and like, if they're close to like where he's from, like or in a good area of like Australia, I guess, like he's like, yeah, all right, that's good, mate, it's good, you know, like you know, like he loves it. You can tell, but like, if they, if they're from like, I, um, what's like, there's different. I know there's some different areas. I guess it's not good. I guess if they're not, if they're from a different, maybe I don't know. If there's what kind of sections there are of you know how australia works like if there's areas you're like oh you want to hang out with those guys i don't know like but that was kind of like what it was so you'd be like oh i'm from here and you'd be like oh you know give you kind of a, a look like okay that's fine that's fine you know but, but anytime we said queensland i remember he'd be all like pumped like if you were from like queensland yeah so <laughs> but anyway thank you so much for being on like it's nice actually you know talking to you like in uh one-on-one -on -one versus just through posts on uh the rp show you know or 
or on Instagram or whatever and stuff like that. So, or if you're sending, you know, sending in videos of kicking floor signs, you know, that stuff. <laughs> but is there anything you'd like to close out? You know, is there anything you would, uh, you know, anything you want to share before you go? Um, I guess maybe just if there's anyone listening that is new to the whole RP show uh, or RP experience, um, I guess I would just want to say, give yourself grace and give yourself time to grieve and reach out if you need help. And, you know, the, the RP community is here for you if you ever need us. Yeah. Yeah. The, the RP heroes. <laughs> well, awesome. That's good. Well, thank you. Thanks again. And that, that, you know, that's awesome. And like I said, hopefully people will always, uh, I think what I love about this podcast, there's always something for everybody. Like somebody always will, you know, someone out there, you know, needs to hear what you're saying. So, and, uh, and it, it could be at the right moment and that's what changes their world, you know? So it's gonna be awesome. But we'll be in touch, obviously, outside of this, because you know, you're 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 the RP. You're one of the RP show groupies, as I call it. No, I'm just kidding, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call you that, but <laughs> but there but there could be a group. Um, but anyway, thanks for yeah, thanks for being on, and thank you for actually just you know thanks for your support of the RP show and you know and all that stuff, and that's always appreciated. So. I can't do well, the podcast. Thank you so much for having people. me. Yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. So, um, and I will let you know when this is out. Uh, just hang on a minute when I stop here. And this has been another great episode of Living Free with RP. Head over to Facebook, hit that like button, and I will see you guys in the next episode.